What up, fam? On this episode of Snapback Sports Pod, the Super Bowl is set. I do apologize to Bengals fans. I was dead wrong on them, but I won't apologize on my Rams call. I was dead right on that. We talk about that, our heartbreaking bets, some incredible bets that were hit, and some golf as well before checking in with Eagleson, who has some thoughts on what could have been for the Dolphins. Snapback fam, new app. The Baltimore Ravens select... Lamar Jackson. I'm a rave. His own. All year. Every year. Jackson takes it himself. Oh! He broke his ankles! A pass! Oh, blocked by James! Auburn's gonna win the football game! Auburn's gonna win the football game! For the Philadelphia Eagles, the long drought is over. Bryant took the jumper. He got it! And the Lakers lead! Mamba out. What up, fam? I'm your host, Jack Sederman. Joining me today is always my co-host and longtime best friend, Abe Granoff. Abe, what is on your mind today? Three quick things on my mind. One, if you're asking why Jack sounds like shit, it's because he went back to college this weekend. Two, the Sixers are getting James Harden, and if you don't believe so, you're an idiot. And three, if you follow me on Twitter, start taking me seriously. Because earlier this week, I put out a tweet where I said I will give a odds boost to anybody who wants a money line bet on the Bengals. One person DM me, Darren Ness. Darren, I haven't sent you. I just saw your DM about of the of your Venmo. I will be sending you your one hundred and fifty dollars. But Darren, I might also say you're an idiot. I gave Darren Ness plus three hundred on the Bengals money line. I think the true odds were two forty five. To be honest, if he asked me for plus seven fifty, I would have given it to him. <laughs> He, he's the idiot who is being Venmoed one hundred fifty dollars of Abe's money. I might just tell. I might just. Uh, I might just tell him to sell his NFT instead in mm. his profile picture. What, what's his profile pic? Do you know Let's what see. NFT? Does he have Hexagon? Because then it's a is verified it? NFT. Do you have Hexagon, or are you just straight NFT? Because you, 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 you have to get. You have to. You have to get Twitter blue to. Okay, this is pretty cool. No, 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 don't say that, don't say that, don't say that, don't say that, don't say that. It's a Why, lazy lion. Yo, I, I'm i not kidding. All right. You his, wanted... his, his Instagram bio is embrace the laziness. Abe, all right, this is what we're going to do right now. You're going to tweet right now, I swear. Thank Are you, you going to make me lose more money? No, no, no. You want the most engagement you'll ever receive on a tweet. This will is how it will happen. Tweet right now. Thinking about picking up my first NFT. Okay. Thinking about picking up my first NFT. Really liking the Lazy Lions. And then, let me, I think it's like Lazy Lions NFT is their thing. Hold on. Really Lazy. intrigued. Yeah. Well, I'll explain this. I'll explain in a second. So, what's the tweet? Thinking about picking up my first NFT. Really intrigued by the Lazy Lions. Lion emoji pondering yes. emoji yes all right just just do that and let me know should i at them yeah, yeah at them it's at lazy lions nft lazy lion was a laundry service at penn state university that's pretty funny they have a what? crown okay yeah think i don't you know but i don't want to be i don't want to get 500 nft followers because i see way too much of that shit on my no, no, no this isn't this isn't for the following i'm just okay. going to show you are you so gonna like get me shit on right now? No, am I gonna no. get am I gonna get ratioed by this? <laughs> tweet it. All right, sent. Just tweet it. All right, hold on. Here we go. I'm, I have no idea what's going on right now. All right. So the lazy lions are the worst NFT <laughs> people, literally in the world. At the end of the pod, we'll recap what the number of of like kind of Twitter. So what they do is. So you're telling me people are going to be in my replies calling me an idiot right now? No, no, no. it'll only be lazy lion people's attacking replies. Eat every. You'll have a hundred people who will post their own lazy lion in your replies. If you were gonna, all right. So I have Jack. I have one thousand one hundred and eighty-three followers. You obviously retweeted. What do you think the the interactions on this tweet will be? I think you'll have you'll have. 87 plus replies that's the metric how many retweets and likes probably 114 likes retweets might be slim but so like you lazy lions is to nfts as lebron stands are to sports but no it's like a 
like people don't like them. So it's like uh, it's like the ratio people. It's it's like uh, the it's like Daruv, it, temporary it, Bengals fan. Exactly. It's like Lamicky. Remember that was like the first reply for like a month was like Lamicky, whatever, whatever, whatever. That's the same type of vibe. We got um, nothing. Do you think Lazy Lion, the Lazy Lion community, goes to bed early because I've got no interaction so far? If they find the tweet, they'll be there. I promise. <laughs> well, they're pretty lazy right now. They are. Stock up, stock down. First stock up goes to Jack. That's me. One. Still kind of in my prime in the grand scheme of things. I went back to college you don't this weekend. Really sound like it. I you went you go back to college this weekend and I really saw you had a jersey on. You, a, you, I went to you, a neon you fully, party. You fully embraced it. Listen, I I think I'm a very similar situation to Tom. I could probably, I could I could still play at the peak of my game, but I'm probably. But your family, your family wouldn't want you to. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, so stock up to me for that, and stock up number two for myself because I was on the Rams since the preseason. I picked the Rams to go to the Super Bowl. That's pretty impressive. That is rare on this podcast that we actually. Take somewhat of a long. I know. I picked the I picked the Lakers to win the title in the bubble, but not preseason. Like, yeah, I did. Not, yeah, I did. But also, but also, I'm saying more of a long shot. Like that was LeBron James, you know, and they were title favorites. So stock up to me for those two reasons. If I was thinking about going like the Barcelona route with Snapback and just like throwing all those college parties so I could tour the country and and keep going um, and say like it's for work. So. Let me know if you if you let me ask answer. you let me ask you a sincere question. This question is only for our twenty one plus listeners or whatever the fuck the drinking age is where Eagles since from. Uh when I was in college personally, I had this like superpower where no matter what, I just like a hangover was never a thing for me. Mm-hmm. Like not not even close. Now I have two or three IPA beers or whatever and a glass of wine, and I wanna die the next morning. How how did you combat hangovers this weekend? Were they a thing? So Thursday or Friday morning after Thursday night, I was. Oh, you really did college Thursday night. We went, dude, and we started drinking at four because we went to the soccer game and we stayed out till like one in the morning. I was crying on Friday. Like Casey was like, dude, you got to shut up. Like just crying. Hangover till 7 p.m. This morning. So after a 3 a.m. Saturday night party, I was still blacked out this morning and literally got out of the Uber at the airport and said to the he took my suitcase out. And I was like, thank you. Have a good night. It was 10 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> I My brain is like broken. But that's what you do in college. Then you rest on Sunday. You have the scaries. And then you're back at it next week. Don't worry. We've I, been talking about NFTs and, and alcohol in college. We'll get to football. <laughs> eh, maybe maybe we'll we'll get to football uh speaking of which i'll start off with a little football stock up to the boys put the twos up boys because today was almost scary for us the last thing i tweeted about this the last thing that the male species needed was to have a guy like jimmy g play joe burrow in the super bowl because you could kiss your girlfriends goodbye, you could kiss your prospective girlfriends goodbye, you could kiss your side chicks goodbye, you could kiss your baby mamas goodbye, which actually some of you might want to kiss your baby mamas goodbye, so maybe not the worst thing. But the sexual being of a Jimmy G versus Joe Burrow Super Bowl in Los it, Angeles <laughs> in, in Los Angeles is something that the male species, it would have made us go extinct. There would be no more reproduction. There would be no more reproduction. Thankfully, Matthew Stafford, a fine-looking gentleman, is what I'll call Matthew Stafford. I'll married, call though. married. I'll call Jimmy G. Just call a spade a spade. He's a bombshell, absolute <laughs> bombshell. And Joe Burrow, you know, I'm not afraid to call a man handsome. I'm not afraid to call a man good-looking I when I see him. Like, yeah, I don't... the word for him is he's a stud. Right, right. He's a stud. He's a stud. He's got the swagger. You heard his post game about his, the diamonds. Yeah, seventy percent of the Jimmy, the Joe Burrow attractiveness is just swagger. Which don't get me wrong, you play your cards how you're dealt, and he he works it. But he's not an ugly guy. By he's not an ugly guy. By no, he's not ugly at all. But like he's got swagger. But like Jimmy G and Joe Burrow, you could kiss your girlfriends goodbye. But boys, we're good. We're good. We split the difference. All right, stock up number two. 
Odell Beckham's father, shout out mm-hmm. OBJ's father, who literally posted an 11 minute clip around week nine of the football season showing how bad Baker Mayfield was. People laughed. They said this is a bit ridiculous. OBJ should probably go about this a different way. My God, he just put his son in the freaking Super Bowl while watching Baker Mayfield's entire career deteriorate. And the Bengals went to the Super Bowl. I, I'm not kidding. This could be the worst day in Cleveland Browns history. They were the they were the projected AFC North favorites. They had Odell Beckham Jr. Now their crosstown rival and their favorite player who said this team sucks, everything about Cleveland sucks. And there was a quote today where OBJ told Von Miller, do not come to Cleveland. Literally. I mean, that is insane. I'm happy. OBJ went over 100 yards today. He balled out. So I, I, Yeah, it's like I oh, I really, really don't like the OBJ haters. And I think they're they're quiet. Are they're gone now. I, I think they're gone. Yeah, But there, there were. There were there. They're yeah. like, he's a distraction, this, that. The guy has been a baller since the second he stepped in the NFL. And he is a baller. And he will continue to be in whichever team he goes to play for in his next contract. Yeah. I love that man absolutely love my stock up number two is internet royalty i would like to crown two official kings of the internet from now on and these are two people who started off on my naughty list but have soon grown to be on my nice list jack i don't care what anyone says what eli apple is doing on twitter is fucking hilarious (laughs) is absolutely hilarious by no means did he by no means did he play a good football game today he almost had a pick six in the first pass of overtime, and yep. then he had a very crucial tackle towards yep. the end of the game. He goes right to Twitter after getting absolutely shit on by not only NFL players, but NBA players were coming. Everybody was coming at this guy. And Eli Apple's a South Jersey guy. He's from around where I am. And you um, saw what he was tweeting last week after they won? Yeah, something like that. But he's calling Tyreek Hill a baby right after the game. Like That's the type of... On a self, lack of self-awareness, pettiness that I think is just truly comical. So That's Eli, the exact same thing is when the cornerback, you know, ball gets thrown over their head and they Jalen Mills, no Jalen Mills. Yeah, but that's him on Twitter. Same vibe. Tyreek and goes you can't say shit to him because he's going to the Super Bowl. That's albeit he has played no part in that. But Eli Apple's going to the Super Bowl. The second, and I actually truly do believe he's officially the king of the internet, is Skip Bayless. The quotes that were coming out of this man's mouth today when he did a full, absolute, just state of the union about his relationship with his wife and his <laughs> and, and his past relationships is truly some of the funny. Jack, listen, husband and wives, boyfriends, girlfriend, like there are people in your lives where there's you put anything else that matters to the side for them. You go to the end of the world for them. This man legitimately with his wife sitting right next to him, looking him in the face on Undisputed, said, I love my wife, Ernestine. Every Friday night is date night. She knows that unless LeBron James is playing. No, did he that, say that? that? With her sitting right next to him, and she's just nodding her head like this. <laughs> she has fully, he talks about how in past relationships, he said, listen, like, I want a relationship, but I can't have kids. Like no matter what, he could you imagine marrying no, someone I, I that can. looks you in your face and says, "No matter what, you will always be number two. <laughs> to wait, wait, wait. not to his mother, not to his father, to, to LeBron. No, he. In fairness, he says his job. Right, he says right. his job. But the quote about him saying Friday night is always date night unless LeBron James is playing. That, okay, I think how you used to think of me when it it comes to LeBron is actually how Skip Bayless is. Like, you probably pictured me as just sitting there miserable watching No, 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 you are, you are, yeah, because you are. And you're a genuine, you are a genuine. No, but this guy legitimately sat down. No, you are a genuine, you are a genuine hater of LeBron, and that's fine. And a lot of people out there are. I think I've graduated a lot from where I used to be. Because it's become trendy now, and it's like annoying. Like the LeBron hate, the LeBron hate, the LeBron yeah. stands. Like, like I was I, early. I, I gen. 
And I was early on just riding him into the sunset and being no, Le- and no, being no, Legault. No, he Legault. was the chosen one from day one. Right, but I was the one who was there defending just like him. The Chiefs. No one expected him to be here. <laughs> <laughs> Against all odds, but like no, it like at first, like I, you, you and I spent a summer where we were both interning, doing absolutely jack shit nothing at our job from 8 a.m to 4 p.m every day yelling at each other's throat via text about lebron it's just like the the amount of basketball reference screenshots that were sent and and it's 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 become it's become annoying to hate on him it's become annoying to uh, lack for a better word dickied him like it's just it's just annoying and to see somebody the the dedication that Skip Bayless has. If I can care That's about greatness. That, exa- is greatness, that is greatness personified. If I can care about anything in my life from now until the day where I die, as much as Skip Bayless cares about LeBron James and his job, then I can live a happy life. I genuinely don't have that. I am jealous. I am jealous that I don't have that type of passion for something in life. That's fair. That's so stop. Fair. So Eli Apple. And Skip Bayless, for now, Skip, I don't see him until he drops. Or like when when LeBron James retires, we'll get into the Brady stuff a little bit later. When LeBron James retires, Skip Bayless's Twitter is going to be like the number one Twitter of all time. Like I feel like everyone hated on Skip Bayless because of him on first take and everything. But you gotta stop taking what these guys say seriously and just appreciate what ends they will go for go to in order to get a click and i just i want to care about something in life as much as skip bayless does and i mean let's just let's just be honest is there a bigger cuck on planet earth than ernestine bayless (laughs) don't be mean to ernest i'm not i'm not she's willingly accepting being a cuck and skips getting a bag and she's reaping the benefits and i'm sure she's a wonderful woman but is there a bigger cuck in on planet earth than ernestine bayless i don't think so i don't think there is uh the biggest cuck is actually right here on this podcast unfortunately stock down number one belongs to abe for a multitude of reasons first off abe's 0.0 percent guarantee falls flat on its face breaking fucking news abe was wrong about something (laughs) and number two Back to that same team, best team ever, Mahomes, Chiefs. They blew a – how much were they up today? 21-10. 21-3. 21-3. 18-point lead at home in an AFC championship game. That is not great. And to be honest, to, to let's just talk about the game right now. The Bengals didn't – I mean, all credit to the Bengals. They – held the Chiefs to three points or maybe no points in the second half. Three points. Both times, dude. Both times. Both times they were down 11 and a half and then – Like the, the – D- I don't want to discredit the Bengals. Their defense stepped up. Yeah. But the the Chiefs are going into halftime. It's 21 to 10. You have first and goal from your own 10. And you absolutely Ryan Tannehill throw up all over yourself <laughs> for the rest of the game. The play calling was abysmal from Andy Reid. Pat Mahomes was not good in the second half. Tyreek Hill legitimately left the stadium and beat the traffic. And the, the Chiefs, credit to the Bengals again. Joe Burrow didn't play a fantastic game. The defense is what won them that game. But And I don't want to discredit any Bengals fans, all 40 of you out there. The Chiefs lost this game more than the Bengals won. But the Chiefs did what they had to do when they had to do it. And thank God you drafted someone who came on this podcast. Right. The bump. The bump is real. All right, well, you're my first stock down. What's yours? My first stock down is Adam Schefter, or I, how I like to call him, Adam Washer. Oof. Listen, Jack, let's just talk about the the trending in sports media right now. How many takes have you had since you got your blue check? Like sources or takes? Sources. Uh, I think I'm... I'm on three for three, I believe. Three for three. That's a pretty good percentage, right? Yeah, it's a hundred percent. Since you have gotten a blue check, Adam Schefter has dropped the ball. Adam Schefter and Jeff Darlington, but 
Jeff Darlington, you're lucky that Adam Schefter reported this with you, or you would yeah. be, you'd be fired. <laughs> like Adam Schefter's fine. He's he's not he's not going to get in trouble for this or anything. And I don't think he's wrong. But the fact that Jeff Darlington was with him, Adam Schefter jumped the gun on the one of the biggest announcements in sports. I would say it's the biggest announcement in sports since KD joined the Warriors. Mm. What about LeBron to the Lakers? Everyone kind of knew that was happening, though. They didn't and, like, know it was pe- happening, but it, it actually wasn't Like, that nobody, nobody at week. That's like, fair. Like, in June. I would say I, I saw this tweet. I saw, I saw this tweet the other day or yesterday. In June, if I would have looked you in your eye and said Tom Brady would retire before Ben Simmons got traded, you would tell me I was nuts. No, people knew Brady was potentially retired. He's 45 years old. And he just had the second greatest season of his entire life. I know. He's nuts, which is, it doesn't really make sense. So you're stock doubting Schefter. Are we talking about Brady now? Are we talking about Brady later? What's our Yeah, so let's, let's talk about Brady first off. All right. Well, before we get into it, I do want to say stock up to Schefter for one thing. He's working with TickPick right now. To provide some numbers. Yeah, because if he, if he doesn't, he's going to get fired on the he's street. <laughs> so don't use Adam's code. Use code Jack on TickPick. But he was sharing that right now TickPick has $2,000 ticket. It has Super Bowl tickets that are 2000 bucks cheaper than any other platform, which is pretty crazy with their no fee structure. So uh, shout out TickPick, obviously a sponsor of this podcast. And use the code Jack when you're saying Yeah, shout out TickPick for sending me to this my first Sixers game of the year last week. And the last two Sixers games I went to that TickPick has sent me to, they've blown 20-plus leads and lost both. Wait, what was the one that you're sending you to? The Clippers game last Friday. You blew night. a 20-point point lead? No, not 20. I think it was 24. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's nothing compared to the Wizards. What did the Wizards blow against the Clippers? 35. Oof, that's a lot. But what it, what's 35 in a regular season game when you're the Washington Wizards, like retrospect to when you're the number one seed against the Atlanta Hawks at home? Same, same. All right, <laughs> now let's talk Tom Brady. What do you think? I do think he's going to retire. I 100% think he's going to retire, and I think you tweeted it spot on. Brady, more than any other athlete, other than LeBron, because LeBron runs his own Twitter and tweets literally anything that comes to his head, has made such a focus to heighten his social media presence. And maybe that's a preemptive thing to his life after football. But you saw last year, or you saw two years ago when he was leaving New England, he did it on his terms. He did it when he wanted to. So I do, I do think that Brady is hanging it up. Mina Kimes, which Team Mina, Team Mina, just want to come out and say that Team Mina, in regards to the Jeff Garcia stuff. Also, if you're Mina Kimes, are you adding the shit out of Jeff Garcia right now <laughs> no, on Twitter? She, she subtweeted him though after the game. She subtweeted him. Um, Mina Kimes tweeted, and I kind of agree with this. Like, he's got to retire. They're just putting the finishing edits and production on the video that he's going to tweet out. Of course. Um, of course. But a, a, an interesting thing to note that I found from, I think it was Sports Track Twitter, 15 of Brady's $20 million signing bonus that he signed for the Bucks is set to be paid out this week. Don't you think that he would collect $15 million before he retired? I don't understand, I do. though. He still gets paid if he I, I'm, that, sure, that I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. It, the, he got five of the twenty million dollars signing bonus. But, but he if he hangs it up, I, I, I don't know. I well, think technicality. The, I would just doubt that they're like. If are you saying it's for next seasons or it's for this past season? Like if 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 it's for this past season, that it's done. Like it could then, be for next season. All but, I know is that Brady is set to, to be. He wouldn't. What do you mean? He can retire. It's Tom Brady. He can do what he wants. He brought <laughs> no, no, the city of Tampa Bay a Super if Bowl. If he's owed the money already, he will get paid whether he announces his retirement or not. But if it's for next season, even if it's February 8th, if he doesn't play, he doesn't get paid that money. So I don't think that's what it is. I think it is as simple as he wants to be the one who does it. He has been building out this online presence. Even his FTX commercial is a great big play on him being traded. Like he is very in the know when it comes to this stuff. I another tweet I have was I actually am pretty upset if he didn't do like a whole farewell tour. 
I, I heard a lot of people say it's not really Brady of him. I don't necessarily know if that's true. Like, why wouldn't it be Brady of him? Like, I know he's like always. I don't think I, I don't think Brady's the type of guy that would do a farewell tour. I think he's so. I, agree. I think he's so aware of his status of the goat. And like I've been watching this Brady documentary on ESPN Plus. Yeah. He's so humble, cocky that he knows he's the goat. That he doesn't have to prove or do anything or get he any more or he get any more attention than he already has. But once again, if he is so conscious of this online presence post playing career, all he could have done was had the greatest final season, not like playing-wise. He could literally throw 900 interceptions. No one would care. But just making people pay $4,000 a ticket of their hard-earned money to see him play the Jags and the Giants and like just to be at one of his last games. And then the off chance that he actually did the whole thing and won a Super Bowl, like it would be disturbing. Like Ray Lewis did it in a very – very minimal way. He announced it right before the playoffs, and it was a cool story for the Ravens. But it didn't really go like this. Would be would be absolutely not. I also the reason that I don't think that Brady would want to do that is because I don't think Brady wants to have that aura around him in case he doesn't go to the Super Bowl or he doesn't have an amazing season or something around that happens. Like everything that he's done in his career. There is not a singular blemish to it. Now, there's different things that have happened in his career, which people hold against him and say that he's a cheater and stuff like that, which he is. But <laughs> I like say Tom Brady announces that next year is going to be his last. Yeah. And Godwin leaves the Patriots. The pa- I mean, the Bucks. The Bucks are in a weird cap situation. The Bucks go 10 and seven, get a wild card spot and get bounced on the first round. That's not Tom Brady. Tom Brady just statistically had the second best season of all time. And that's as when you're Tom Brady, like Peyton Manning won a Super Bowl and went off into the sunset. That was the second. The funniest tweet I saw this weekend was like, it's a little bit bullshit. Brady didn't even give us a wash season. Like the the fucker actually played till he was 45. Big Ben literally can't throw past the sticks. Peyton Manning, like we were concerned he couldn't move with how poor his passing became. And this guy literally led the league in passing yards. But what's weird is he said, I'm not going to go out until I don't think I can play my absolute best. If that's not his absolute best, that's just it shows how great he is. So, but I'm saying from a fan perspective, I'm just bummed that it kind of ended like that. Just Uh-oh. like, also, what's up? Here they come. The lazy lions are are in. Here the, they in the come. Replies. First one in my reply. The kid I owe 150 dollars to. Oh, he's starting the party. Should I tell him I'll trade you 150? Like you give me the NFT. No, the lazy lines are worth like two and a half grand each. Some guy, I don't know if he has a lazy line. We'll get back to this in a second. But he tweeted, "I would start with Knights of Degen or one of the Fluff World projects." Knights of Degen is our project. So. I know, I know. But I mean, my favorite tweets of the weekend in regards to this whole Brady thing when it was going on down uh, yesterday afternoon is the idea. Here it is from Robert Mays. Good thing Tom Brady doesn't seem like the sort of person who'd be motivated by a perceived slight and endure an entire NFL season to prove a point. Like, did Adam Schefter just fuck 31 teams in the NFL out of a chance of winning a Super Bowl next year? Well, you, well Tom Brady is- comes Tom Brady comes back, he tweets the Wolf of Wall Street video, he captures it, they said I was done. They right. said I was finished. It would be hilarious if his best games of the season were on Monday Night Football too, like on ESPN, as Schefter's a free agent. I, I do want to move the conversation on to the goat thing. The fact that Pat Mahomes' name was trending during this is is just so funny and it goes to literally everything that this podcast is about. If we were you in a pick- room were you in a room today with a dumbass that said when the Chiefs were up twenty one to three, so like do you guys think there is a chance that Mahomes can match Brady with rings? Because I was. <laughs> exactly. And I tweeted it out. I said I had two tweets. One He's in the illustrious club, Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, Trent Dilfer, Joe Flacco, Nick Foles, Drew Brees. I mean, it's a solid crew, the one Tyrod. Super Bowl title crew, right? And that just puts it into perspective because he's had four, he's hosted four straight AFC championships, and they have one title to show for. At that, 
clip, he would have to host 28 AFC championships. Which he might. Which he <laughs> which might. He, he might. But the point is, even in a season where I think the AFC was down, they managed to win the coin flip twice, which they got super lucky with. The Bills went into prevent, and you play Cincinnati, and you lead by 18. It feels like the entire world is sitting below you, and and you got Pat Mahomes in the boy, and you still didn't you didn't even get to the final game. This isn't like a slight on Mahomes by any stretch. The fact that they've hosted four straight and he's gone. He's to ridiculous. Two Super Bowls, he played like shit he, today, but exactly. It just goes to show like how insanely lucky you have to get, even when you have the best players on the field in almost every spot, and. It's going to happen with Cincinnati. Like people, you know, Burrow for the next two weeks is going to be the guy, the guy, the guy. Like we'll Matt see Steph- him. Who do you want for the next 10 years? Him or Josh Allen? Or exactly. The, Im- the images and, already start. Right. And then Last week it was get- Herbert. Last week it was <laughs> Herbert. This week it's going to be Josh Allen. If he beats Stafford in the Super Bowl, it's going to be who would you want, Burrow or Mahomes? Nick Foles. Oh, yeah. Well, just <laughs> another, another one in the single Super Bowl. But, yeah, exactly. If Stafford beats him. Uh, but that's what, and that's why the ring is so impressive because the conversation around Matt Stafford was my uncle literally for the past decade has created a list. You'll actually like this. They're the lovable losers. I'm sure you could begin to name who they are. Rogers. Rogers. No. Cause no one actually likes him. You actually have to be okay. like somewhat like Russell it, Wilson. No, he's not a loser. He's a winner. What? Russell Wilson, he's got Russell. a Super Bowl. Oh, oh, so you can't win a Super Bowl to be in this guy? Oh, no, 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 no. So it's like Russell it's, Wilson's a loser. No, he's actually a pretty big winner, I would say. Whatever. Yeah, how many wins did he win this year? <laughs> so it's it. So Stafford was like the he wasn't the cliche one, but he was up there. It was like Rivers, Matt mm. Ryan, Stafford, Romo, like those. You know, Romo. The guys who just like couldn't really get it done, but were like great players, Kirk. and and so now we go from Matt Stafford is in the zero playoff wins in his career to sixty minutes away from the conversation of is he a first ballot Hall of Famer, and this all just goes to prove that's how ridiculous winning seven Super Bowls is. And so now listen, there's people like you who believe. LeBron James is the best player of all time. He has four. He never caught Jordan. Greatest, greatest. He probably won't catch Jordan, but you don't need to get to seven. But we've always said, like, minimum. I can't imagine he doesn't win three. Like, he's not in the conversation until it's three. Then he'll have the numbers. He'll have the flair. It'll be exciting. But that's still a very – and the AFC is serious. And so I just – I was interested to see how this weekend played out because for that reason – Brady's in a different category. It's like Gretzky to me. Like, no one will touch Gretzky's stuff. And we probably thought no one would break, you know, Ray Allen's record and Steph came along. But, like, seven rings is different because it is a team sport. And you just don't win seven Super It's not going to happen. It, it legitimately is not going to happen. Stock down number two for you? Stock down number two for me is myself. I I put out my contenders and cuties list before the playoffs. And even, you know, even when since he was in the playoff running, I said, guys, like they're cuties. And I rarely miss on I never miss on, because it's clear who contenders are and who cuties are. And I even expanded my list this year to include teams that like Arizona, who I felt like I was disrespecting just maybe like a little too much, given that they were the one seed at one point. I knew they were cuties all along. They they proved to be cuties. The fact that Cincinnati actually went to the Super Bowl is one of the craziest things I've ever seen. So now, Abe, I think I might be in your boat where you were just two years ago, where you called the Niners cuties all season long. And you, you, had, you check, check. Listen to me, brother. Don't, don't, don't wave the white flag yet. You are fine. But my rule is, if they get there, if they get to the Super Bowl, they couldn't have been cuties. And they beat the Chiefs in Kansas City. That's a real ass team. 
well, we were raised differently. Some people don't eat meat and cheese together. Some people do. Like, those are your rules. Those are mine. You know what, Jack? I will be here to support you that your Bengals are cute. I'll, I'm, I'm hopping on. You're on I'm the hopping Rams on to the Super Bowl, right? Yeah, I mean, we'll talk about it on Wednesday or the, over the next two weeks. But I'll, I'll say it right now. The Bengals are fucking cuties. Okay. All right. I have been, have been, have been, are, and will be. Uh, my second stock down is me. Jack stocked down me. I'll stock down me for a different reason. I'm a freaking idiot, and I'm a sucker for peer pressure, and it's because of your bloodline. This weekend, I signed up for a Spartan race mm. three months from yesterday, April 30th. Okay. A, Spart- a Spartan race consists of a half marathon with 30 obstacles mixed in between, and if you don't complete an obstacle, which is like climbing, grip, strength, shit, stuff that I can't do, you have to do 30 burpees. People say it takes six hours. People say it takes 10 hours. And I was telling your cousin, I was like, Quinn, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this. And all it took was for him to say, like, you can just tell me you're scared. That's fine. And I was ready to say, yeah, I'm scared. But instead, I called him. I said, fine. And I signed up. So I, I part of me wants to do something with charity related to this, but I don't really know how I'll do this. If anybody listening to this has ever done a Spartan race, please send your prayers, send your advice, because I'm going to need them. I'm not going to run when it's cold outside. That's just psychotic behavior. Um, I have three months to do it. I don't know how I'm going to do it, but... I'm going to need the fam support. Where, where is the Spartan race? The Spartan race is in Vernon, New Jersey. It's in North oh. Jersey. I think it's like an hour and a half outside of the city. It's on Saturday, April 30th. And you pay $130 and you get um, chronic knee pain, chronic <laughs> back pain, a t-shirt and a medal. You get a beer at the end probably too. I did I did a Tough Mudder a, few, a year Those or two ago. Those ones I heard are fun. Tough mutters are fun. They're really not that hard if you're just like in the littlest bit of shape. Even if you're not, you can do it. And I was in so much pain afterwards that I didn't even get the beer. Wow. Okay. I did get a I did get a free Chewy t-shirt, like the dog toy brand yeah, yeah. Um, that I still wear to this day. So shout out Chewy. Free ad. Um, but yeah, I might get a beer, but I'm just going to fuck my body up for a t-shirt and a medal. So if you want to rank the world's cocks, it goes Ernestine Bayless, Abraham Granoff. <laughs> oh, I, maybe I'll pop out for it. April 30th. Uh, I'm trying to think. Knicks will be out of the playoffs by then. Masters weekend, maybe? No, it's probably a few weeks before that. Yeah, probably right before. Uh, we're going to talk golf after the break. Um, but I hope Tom's not finished. I agree with Abe, probably is. The Bengals are finished. Thank you for hopping on the Rams bandwagon with me. We're going to take a quick break. After the break, we'll talk a little golf, a little basketball. And somehow Cincinnati going to the Super Bowl involves Eagleson. We'll be right back. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. All right, fam, we are back. We just mentioned some golf. Even I... Had a wonder Ugh. weekend when Will Zalatoris, he was the anywhere hat, the, from the, 29 the, to 1 to 35 to 1. Your boy, this boy, but 100, a blue Benji on William to win the tournament. And on moving day, because it started Wednesday, which I actually liked golf on Wednesday. Loved it. Yeah. Loved it. 
I mean, anytime you can get sports to, I mean, you work in sports and like you just watch sports for your job. Um, but anytime you can add sports into your work to distract you is always a plus. That's yeah. why we love, yeah. that's why Tuesdays and when Tuesdays and Wednesdays are the worst days of the week in March. Absolutely. Anyways, our boy Mondays. Will goes seven under on Friday, pushes towards the lead, has the lead for literally, it was probably two plus hours on the final day. And missed a seven footer com- combined losing because of that on this podcast over four and a half thousand dollars. Just, just I mean, listen, I didn't expect to win on Will Zalatoris. If you look at just from an optics perspective, he looks like the, the caddy from Happy Gilmore. I think he won a major a few years ago or a no, year or two ago. He won at the Masters. Second at the Masters. That was it was. And he was like the next big thing. Um this guy, Will Zalatoris, has the potential to be the greatest golfer of all time <laughs> if he didn't putt like his name was Abe Granoff. <laughs> I have never seen a more pathetic putting effort in my entire life. This guy shit. I mean, listen, you and I lost $135 combined off this guy, and we would have won four grand. He probably won a couple hundred thousand by shitting the bed putting. He won? Yeah, I mean, what is the purse for second yeah, the place purse in the was Farmers like Nine point two million dollars, but he also lost probably half a million dollars by shitting the bed. So I guess the only person who had a worse day was was he celebrated. He celebrated. We cried. Yes. I don't know. He did probably want to win. Anyways, uh, it's not the greatest win or loss of a bet this weekend. Did you see the bet from hell? I, I don't. Today. I don't get how these things are real. It blows my mind. So, it was also a bonus. It was a I bonus bet. I saw that. So if, so if you don't people. know what we're talking about, someone on someone on uh, a, Fanduel. Yeah, I I just you know we only use underdog, but hypothetically, uh, we'll mention Fanduel. On, on well, I mean, they're the ones out six hundred k, not not underdog. Right, that's facts. That's facts. So. Someone bet $20, parlay, parlay means two or more wagers combined together, you have to win both of them, on predicting the exact score and winner of both the games today, 27-24 Cincy, 20-17 for the Rams, $20 won almost $600,000, so we always see these bets flying around, the first basket one, 10 bucks win 100k, pick six first basket people, like... Obviously, Obviously, they don't show the millions of bets that lose on this. Yeah, the reason that they post these is solely for idiots like Jack and I, who I have placed these types of bets because I've seen these social media posts. They're just like, well, if he could do it. Well, and and I think this is where I speak from a a place of experience. The Snapback Sports Snapchat story, I normally post score predictions on every primetime football game and every playoff game. So let's You've say never gotten one right. <laughs> I have not once in the history of snapback hit one dead on. I've I've I have missed by one point a few times, but okay. I've not even hit on. De- Imagine hitting dead on twice. Not to mention he picked Cincy to win the game. He picked Cincy to win the game. That's bizarre within itself. If you're sitting in New York, in Philadelphia, where you and I are right now, it's a Sunday. We both have to work tomorrow. We have this podcast. It's about, I don't know, brick degrees outside. Mm. And you win that bet. First off, what was that guy's reaction on the third down, on the interception, on the way back? I don't like. I don't know if winning the money was even worth the 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 feeling of his stomach dropping when that was intercepted and it looked like he was running straight into the end zone. Like I don't Do you know think <laughs> genuinely because I would say there's a seventy five percent chance that he hedged at some point late in that game. You can't though. That's the crazy thing. Because that's what people don't understand about hedging and why the sports books are actually at these big advantages on bets like this. First of all, your available options for hedging. There's no cash out for that bet either. There's no cash out. And he used a $20 bonus balance. I'm going to assume he didn't have a half million dollars, you know, in the account to hedge. And even if people were like, oh, well, he could hedge for 10 grand, still come. Like, 
he probably couldn't get 10 G's into the count. Yeah, there's a, get, there's a, and there's player limits that people have. Exactly. So he had to ride it out. And it's the great, that's the hit of a lifetime. There is no, you my, my one buddy enough. found him on Twitter um, and asked him to Venmo him $100. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know if he's gotten a response back, but he has been located. His photos aren't anywhere. Honestly, he should change his identity. Um, if he wants to come on this podcast, we would gladly blur his face out like an MLB player on MLB.com right now. <laughs> we will do those voice things that people that don't want to be identified on 60 Minutes do. Yep. We ju- I just want to hear his run of emotions during this game, during yep. this, this the last two minutes of the Rams 49ers game. And honestly, talk- I can't even – like when people hit those first basket bets, my first – my first uh, reaction is, oh, fuck that person. Like, right. who who does that? Right. But, like, this one. This one's I, legendary. I tip my hat. Yeah. I tip my hat. As someone who hates on most things, I tip my hat to this guy. Well, I'll give you something to hate on. What do you What do? You do? What do you do? You celebrate. On a Sunday night when it's brick outside? Yeah, Abe, we won $1,000 in college, and we thought about renting the penthouse suite of the Four Seasons for a night. <laughs> he won over a half million dollars. So did you see what Chris Stops did? This freaking oh, clown. Oh, this fucking clown so of a human being. If you people don't know about this story, I think I might have mentioned it on the pod. Someone put like 100 bucks on a on a three or four leg first basket parlay. Hit the first three. Kristaps is the last one. When I say this seven foot two bitch missed a, <laughs> a layoff, I'm not even saying like contested, tough. He missed, he makes this 99 out of 100 times. Cost this guy $80,000. I, I actually would never be able to gamble again. I lost three and a half, like 80 G's. I would be sick to my stomach. Christophe, the last thing, the. Go ahead. Kristaps signs a jersey and sends it to the fan saying, sorry for costing you 80 grand. What, dude? How would that make me feel better? I, I, that would legitimately make me feel so much worse. I would never want to see Kristaps Porzingis' face again. I would never want to touch that jersey. I would never want to look at that jersey. I would burn it. I would burn it. I would, I would burn, burn it, and I would tag him on Twitter, and yeah. I would just write "fuck you." <laughs> that is just exactly what I would do. Chris, where's Chris Stapps from? Latvia. Yeah. Chris Stapps. I don't know how they do it in Latvia, but in here, when you cost people money like that, you pay them back. Yeah. You take the X amount of million you're getting paid. You don't smile holding the and this fucking PR stunt that Kristaps Porzingis is making him look out to a good fella. Nobody in their right mind is clapping their shoulders, tipping their hats because you sent him a signed jersey of your bum ass basketball player. Like, ugh, Gross. that is. I actually that honestly feel- opening opening that package unexpecting that jersey would be that much worse of a feeling than watching that layup miss. I could not agree more. It's actually disgusting that he did that. And it's not like okay, like maybe LeBron. If LeBron missed a layup or a Wait, dunk no and one, he sent it, no one gives a fuck about you, Chris Stapps. And he could you have were been a hero, hot name, and he could have been the hero. And all he has to do is send one Venmo. For like if Kristaps, not even Jack, if you lost that bet, Kristaps sent you 30 G's, you'd be fine with it. Yeah. What is your number where you would be like somewhat satisfied? Cause he obviously doesn't owe him anything, right? He doesn't owe him shit. No, he kind of like does. You miss a fucking layup. You're seven. And that's, and that's, and that's what you do when you gamble. Like you don't expect to win these things. Right. I don't want to sound like, more of a cuck than I am and more of a cuck than Ernestine. But $10,000 like isn't hurting you. It's changing me for the better in a right. lot of ways. It's making my life like I'm asking for an eighth of that. Right. And you send me a dirty, sweaty, broken English ass message on his jersey like, with your dirty ass. He's gonna put it up in his wall and look every day that it costs this man a full. Thank a you full so year much salary. for that. Reminding me of the worst fucking moment of my life, <laughs> and you send me this jersey. There's no, there's, there's zero way that that person kept that jersey. No, no. It's not even funny. Like it's not a funny thing. 
It's not. You like- know what I would actually do? I would. You know what I would legitimately do, Jack? I think I would do this. I think I would cost myself more money. I would buy tickets to a Mavs games, sit behind the bench, yell Chris Dapps, spit in the jersey, (laughs) and throw it in his fucking face. I'll give you a perfect example of why it's not celebrated as like a good PR stunt. If the guy who had picked off the ball today had ran it into the end zone, the goal was to, to get to the Super Bowl and to win a big game. And if he had then signed that ball and sent it to that person, that is very different. I would be just as pissed. I would be. Just I'd as be pissed. way more. I, of course, you lose six hundred thousand dollars, but I would. I would pick up the ball and punt it as far as I'd stab it with a knife. I would legitimately stab. <laughs> it. What the fuck is this leather oblong ball doing to change my life when I just had five hundred and ninety k? Don't oh. show me that. I would never want to see a football in my life if I open that you ball. Just started a new job. Would you take the year off from work? Yeah. I'd probably buy a bunch of lazy lines and let the, <laughs> let them do the job for me. This community is strong. Uh, the pack is the pack is strong. Stay, Speaking stay of which, it. let me check about my lazy line. No, I don't think they've fully found you yet. I don't know. Let me see how my lazy lines are going. I'm gonna get texts from my friends like you fucking loser. I I just line. got a text from my friend. You told me the lazy lines are the worst, and he doesn't realize I'm literally trolling. Some kid said, "Oh, this kid's gonna be pissed tomorrow." JT Fegans 11, if you've made it this far, he tweeted, Abe, I've listened to the Snapback pod literally since the first episode. Trust me when I say, join the fam. He's going to he JT When he finds listen. out we're just, when he finds out we're just trolling the shit out of the Lazy Lions. I know. Um, speaking of the Greek freak, he's the best player ever. Yep. Yep. It doesn't. Now people are going to be like, oh, that's clickbait, blah, blah, blah. No, Giannis is actually the best player ever. He doesn't have the track record and the stats, and that may come or it may never come. Wait a second. Was LeBron tweeting about being the Niners winning during the game? Was he? Was he being a Niners? I think he was being a Niners fan during the game. Well, he was a Cincy fan on Facebook today. He was a Rams fan after the game, too. Mm. Well, Mm. that's L.A. So let's get back to Giannis. No, I've said it before. I've said Giannis is the greatest player in the world. If you think I've said Kevin Durant, I haven't. Um, that's a lie. I've said Kevin Durant. But I've suddenly shifted my focus. Let me read you a little quote from Adrian Wojnarowski. Brooklyn ownership management have repeatedly asked James Harden if he's happy, and he's assured them he is, in all caps. But he also says... Brooklyn has to win for everything to remain on track down the road. I don't like the sound of that if I'm a Brooklyn fan, knowing that the greatest player in the NBA is playing in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I like your calculation here. That's quality. Thank you. Uh, I learned from the best. For sure. Yep. Um, I don't think Harden's going to be a sixer. I really, I, I give me odds. I see a road. Okay, so give me odds. Even money. Oh, so you're scared? That's fine. You can just admit you're scared. I'm not. Well, that that you're just scared. I'll give you. I'll give you odds. Let's say plus five hundred that Harden would never win a ring in Philly. I'll give you odds on that. No, we'll do that once we get him. Do it if you don't think we're gonna get him. Then bet me. No, no, no. If he doesn't go, the bet voids. So it's all right. Standard hunt to win five hundred. If James Harden becomes a sixer, it automatically places. What you're only giving me even odds for him to get there to Philadelphia. Yeah. Oh, you're scared shitless. Fuck yeah, let's go, Harden. You're scared. You I'm are not, terrified. That's my point. I'm not afraid of him going there. It doesn't bother me. It doesn't affect me. It doesn't make you guys the best team in the league. It doesn't really do much besides We already have the best player in the league. You have Jokic and Giannis? His his Sagan rating? His what? His Sagan rating? No, no, no. His 10-3 and three record over the last 13 with not a single other good player on this team. Not a single and- one. And what about uh, Embiid's 17-3 and three record over the last 20 with Tobias fucking Harris? That's all That's all start to be Tobias Harris. No, but you're telling me the Okich is better than Embiid because he has a better Sagan rating. 
I don't know what a sug on rating is. Sug on these nuts. He's the yeah. best player in the NBA. No, he's not. Giannis actually is the best player in the world. I don't, Why, I don't see how be, people don't see that. he can beat that. the Knicks on primetime? No, I don't see how people don't see that. But that's the thing is Giannis goes – perfect example of why Giannis is the best player in the world. He's the best defender in the world. Hmm. Would you agree? No. Is he a top five defender in the world? Would you agree mm-hmm. with that? All right, so yeah. the top five defender in the world. He goes 38, 14, and he's 8. Also a t- he's also a top five seed in the East. He's fifth. I'll he goes that. 38, 14, and 8, or whatever he did on Friday night. The against wo- who? Against the Knicks, who okay. stink. <laughs> <laughs> no one even – it doesn't even deserve a mention. Meanwhile, Joel Embiid, 41, 14, and 4 – and all of Philly's like, oh, my God, he's so good. He's so – Joel, MVP. People are like, oh, Giannis had 38, 14, and 8? Oh, all right. I guess it was just another Friday night. Like, I mean, yeah, he was an MVP and a champion. Like, we were expected to do that. Exactly. And now nobody blinks him out. And, like, Embiid had 26, 9, and 7, and everyone in Philadelphia was like, he played like shit. Yeah. Like, Who'd you guys – What happened? Uh, I don't know. Anyone that's put in front of us? Yeah. Oh, you guys play the Lakers, right? Yeah, beat that, them. You beat them. How did? Mm-hmm. Oh, that was against AD. Did LeBron yeah. sit? Yeah, was scared. Gotcha. Is what Philly we'll Twitter was scared. saying. Facts. No, was scared. <laughs> Let's get Eagleson in here. I'm excited for this because we did have our resident Dolphins beat reporter texting us a similar message today. Eagleson, thoughts on Joe uh, Burrow before, for the bowl? It was yeah. It was a great Jack. Joe Burrow is a great quarterback. Correct. Mm-mm. Would you trade? He's he's a really good quarter. He's yeah. the guy. He's got a guy patch. Yeah. Oh, for sure. But you okay. gave Hurts a guy patch, so I kind of threw the guy at. Like, it would have been still a has a guy patch. Cool. Play for you. But anyway, what's up? Yeah, you heard me. Anyway, I actually didn't hear you. What'd you say? Would you trade? I have a question for you. Would you trade if you had three first round picks and I told you that there was a quarterback, and within two years of getting this guy. Your team, who for a lack there for a lack of a better word, has been um, in poverty mm-hmm. for the last mm, one, two, three decades. Mm-hmm. Would you Would you do it? Well, that's the report is that the Dolphins did try yeah. to do so. The Bengals right? not hard enough. Not hard enough. Maybe a Apparently fourth, not. first round pick would have would have been the play. <laughs> I wish they would have tried. If that would have done it, all so, I can say is uh thank you because if he was did in miami nobody him? would be did you draft to a over herbert yes holy shit yeah just seeing burrow go on this run and then beat the chiefs to get into the super bowl it makes me think when back, the report came out this morning yeah like it makes this was never a thing. Nobody knew about this that the Dolphins were interested in Burrow. No, yeah, at, at the time did. it was actually was reports, a big rumor. Yeah, that they were trying no. to get the first pick. But seeing him do this, it makes me think back to like the Tank Bowl game that the Dolphins and Bengals. You mean played every in, uh, two okay. years ago? And I was gonna say it, every game the Dolphins <laughs> played. If they had just lost that game, it came down to some weird two point conversion. If they had just lost that game, like I can't help but think that we would be in the Super Bowl right now. <laughs> I can't. I, I, <laughs> well, Abe, 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 Abe. I listen. Transitive both, property. Transitive property. Right. We are. We are laughing, but in the same vein, like the Bengals were equally poverty. Yes. They've just relinquished themselves from being a fake franchise for the next decade. That's huge for Cincy. They hadn't won a playoff game since 1980. Now they're in the Super Bowl. I give respect to that. Yeah, you know what? I'm acting like I'm hating the Bengals. The Bengals are a very fun team to root for. Their over under win total this year was five and a half. Crazy. They were they were the bottom five rostered according to every big M outlet out there. Like they didn't have by any means a, a fantastic regular season. Like Mm-mm. like Burrow in his second year was really really good. It was like like Wentz was really really good in his second year. The Eagles won 14 games though like right. the Bengals squeaked into the playoffs and were fighting for their lives in the last two weeks and just got a, a great draw in the first two weeks got lucky in some respects and that just shows again why nobody is ever gonna win seven fucking Super Bowls <laughs> because of how much luck it takes 
That yeah. was a moment of silence yeah. for <laughs> the Dolphins. Um, so, so it hurts. And mm-hmm. then you also have to watch Jamar Chase, who you almost could have had him too. Waddle's better. I'm not really worried. Waddle with a better quarterback is better than Jamar Chase. Just stop. He like, he stop. didn't have a he didn't have a real quarterback to play with, and he was still he set the record for rookie reception. So, give him a real quarterback, a real O line. Joe Burrow doesn't have a real O line. True, but he's Jamar a real Chase quarterback. Real... He's a real quarterback. He's a real quarterback. So Tua is not. Tua. Tua is a fake quarterback. So you're out on him. I'm out on Tua. Yeah. Yeah. Forever. I think that's the first time he said that. Even if you got uh, John Harbaugh, Jim Harbaugh, I, I want McDaniel. If anyone, but yeah, what's what's up with this obsession with McDaniel? He has great. He has great press conference. Let me tell you, <laughs> Dayball's gone, and the Dolphins always wait to hire their head coach. All the good candidates are gone. So I would like McDaniel. You can't make a bad choice if you don't make a choice. That's, that's what they seem to be going off these. I mean, every single time they've hired a head coach. Like, we, for, we didn't make a choice. He just fell to us. <laughs> yeah. And it turns it's out. It's kind of like, yeah, it's kind of like the last pick in fantasy. I guess you have a, a choice either way. But so you're watching this game today, Eagleson. Um, did it ever, like, I can't say this. Jack can't say this because we've been there. But was there one singular moment today during the games or was it after the game when you're seeing the Bengals celebrate or when you're seeing the Rams celebrate where you just like sat down, thought to yourself <clears throat> and said, wow, there is no fucking chance I will ever experience this. Did you ever have that feeling today? Yeah, like a little bit. Definitely along those lines, just like, wow, like that looks like a lot of fun. I like I would like to experience that as a football fan. See, it's you know, what's crazy is I think both our teams, Chiefs fans, Packers fans, you would be envious of us. But all of us over the past. We have expectations. Over the past 20 years, I would say those four franchises have probably enjoyed more success generally than obviously the other 90% of franchises. Mm -hmm. All four of us have a singular Super Bowl to fall back on. And it's like. Every I would year, actually say Eagleson here and you just lose and it's crushing. So I don't know how exactly. Here are some words of inspiration for Eagleson. Yes, you say support a poverty franchise and you will never enjoy a single like joyous moment. Why? Maybe maybe a wild card win. However, nice. think about this. Jack and I have endured that much more pain than you have because. While we we have expectations to be successful, you have expectations to fall flat on your face every year, and you meet those expectations. Well, to be fair, the Mm -hmm. the Miami fans are psychotic and actually set the same expectations. (laughs) So that, you know what I mean? But it's never never real, Jack. It's never real. Like, we have basis behind it because we are historically just, like, competent franchises – that for the better part of our lives, we've won double-digit games and we've had success and we've won a Super Bowl. Like it's 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 rose-colored glasses for for Dolphins fans, and deep down in their in their core, they know there's no fucking chance. But they talk themselves into thinking, well, if this goes right and this goes right, and at the end of the day, when you look back on the fact you that you just described you the did... whole season for me, <laughs> exactly. When you look back and you go, we only won. Like you'll always say we weren't supposed to. And that's fine because you genuinely weren't supposed to. But for us, Jack and I, every year, not every year, like there are, there are outlier years. You look back on years like, damn, like what could have been even this but year like, for us, like the fact that since he's in the Super Bowl, I'm genuine. And we were leading that division. I'm genuinely thinking, like, we avoid COVID, Lamar on vaccine doesn't get hurt, and, like, a couple injuries, like, why couldn't we be there? And that's a genuine expectation that makes it sicker that a division in your quarterback in year two is there. Dolphins fan, like, you're... Right, and we didn't have a, good, a great year by any means, but we did what we had, had no to do, like, like the yeah, Eagles usually do, and then we just ended up doing uh, the NFL a favor and helping force Tom into retirement. So right, like right. we did what we had to do for the better half of the league. It just, we weren't selfish this year. That's all. Yeah. 
Last thing, Eagleson, did you go all in on the Leafs yet? Yeah, and they're right they're undefeated since I've been all in. No, perfect. And they beat perfect. the city of Detroit be. last night, seven to four. So, Ooh. yeah, that's a that's a good hockey team it, they have in Toronto. That's what I'm Toronto. Saying. Sorry, yeah. Toronto. Toronto. Wait, what's Toronto? That's how Eagleson says Toronto. 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 Slowly. Toronto. C H R O N T O. Toronto. Sure yes, right. correct. Toronto. Toronto. All right, Eagleson. Final thoughts. <laughs> go Leafs. Football. Go Leafs, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I'll I'll double down on that, baby. Go Let's Leafs. go. We're bought in. Leaf Eagleson's gang. chips I'm are a Rams in. Rams fan for the next two weeks. As am uh, I. Snapback fam. Much love. Peace.